Balum balup, obudup. Balum dalup, obudup. Dalum dalup. Hey, can I be honest? Like, on the real, I thought that chick was scatting the entire song. Like, I really did. I thought she was scatting. And then my girl was like, no, she actually saying words. I was like, well, that kind of fucks the song up. I, like, I thought she was going, a dude up. Ba-doop-da-loop, a dude up. Oh, my bad. Yo, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is your man, Devil Run D. Dennis, we are back for another episode. And um, we don't have um video today, but... I think I told y'all last podcast we're gonna be moving to a new location. We are in a new location, so things are gonna be a little bit. It might sound a little different for a minute, but you know, y'all to get used to it. Um, as always, let's just get into my weekend. Tell y'all what I did over the weekend. My son uh, just turned six yesterday, so he had a birthday party. Um, I was dealing with uh six year olds, lots of six year olds, and um, six to like eight year olds, as a matter of fact. I don't have a lot of patience. Like kids are, kids are rough. Okay, but my son had. But I don't know. My son had a great time. That's what it's all about. It's not about me. No, my patience is about him. He had a good time. What else did I do this weekend? Nah, I just did that. Now, with that being said, let's get into this week's episode. Now, when we left, I told y'all that we was gonna be recording like two days after the podcast. Week before last So yeah I didn't get to talk about Any other stuff That happened that week So I just want to talk about The biggest thing that happened That week that we missed Cardi B And Azalea Banks I'm gonna be honest with you That shit was lit <laughs> Like I had An amazing time Just watching them go back and forth I Kinda agree with Azalea. I don't agree with her full full heartedly. Let me explain what I mean by I say I kinda agree with her. The only thing I don't so for those of you who don't know, Azalea Banks been on the Breakfast Club and she said that at a moment in time the representation for black women was uh very how I wanna say this. It was it was very uplifting. It was a positive image of black women out, right? And then Cardi came along And I'm not saying that Cardi isn't positive Let's just say that she is the complete opposite end of the spectrum that Of what the representation was Just the stereotype of what people believe black women ought to be That's what Cardi is, right? And Isaiah Banks brought that to people's attention on the Breakfast Club And it came off as if she was hating Now, let me be the first to say that Isaiah Banks is hypocritical I've seen her go at these same people That she was talking about in the, video, in the um, interview She talked about Beyonce She's talked about T.I.'s wife Like she hasn't just, Let's not sit here and act like Isaiah Banks has been uplifting black women Throughout her entire career Because she hasn't She goes at black women like it ain't shit However What she was saying to Cardi I think has a bit of truth to it I just, just a little bit And again, I love Cardi As y'all know, I think Cardi B's album Go harder than J. Cole's um, album So I'm not trying to take nothing away from Cardi However, I think I think it's interesting That um, When black women had this Amazing reputation Within the community Just within the um, eyes of uh, America We had an amazing but she had an amazing um, reputation. A black woman had an amazing reputation within the community, and Cardi came along, and that rep- the representation of black women kind of shifted. 
I just think that's odd. I think the powers that be have kind of placed up on top because they don't want. This is the conspiracy theory in me. Conspiracy theorist in me saying that um, they don't want to see the representation of black women look the way that it was looking. You had the Issa Rae's, the Beyonce's. You had um, Jamel Hill. What's up? You said Issa Rae. Issa, yeah, that's when Insecure um, first came out. I'm just saying the representation of black women. Like, that was that's what you were seeing on TV. Like, that's... And then Cardi B came, and she became the biggest, one of the biggest black women that you see out. Is Cardi B black? Like, that's a, that's the black diaspora. That, it's, it's tricky. I don't know if she black or not, but that's, that's, that's nothing here nor there. That's just my interpretation of, like, um, the Azealia Banks, Cardi B situation. She did say something interesting that, um, I had never thought about. And she said, um, that she doesn't understand like why her opinion is taken like so seriously <laughs> because to her all she's done is just speaking her mind like it's not like she wants to be seen as like a personality that has that type of influence and then like that she wants to rap but at the exact same time she's somebody that consumes art and she has an opinion about art and when she breaks it down like that I kind of got to go why do we put so much Like why do we put so much uh, stock Into what she has to say My producer is shaking her head at me Why are you shaking your head Azealia has said some crazy Yes things, so shit. Yes she has not free thinking. I'm not calling her a free thinker I'm not calling her a free thinker I'm saying that why, I'm asking why do we put so much stock Into her Like it's weird to me that we don't put that much stock into Everybody else Like this one person Who I don't know Any of her music All I know is her opinions Because her opinions Are always blasted To the forefront Her music is never On the forefront of anything But every time she said <laughs> But every time She has an opinion That's what I see Like every single time I mean that's true I, It is true that um <laughs> But every time She has an opinion That's what I see Like every single time I mean, that's true. It is true that um, our society has a uh, a tendency to blast negativity. Like, that's all that you see in the news. Like, everything that you see in the news is just the negative stuff. Like, all the positive stuff barely gets any shine. Speaking of, I'm about to uh, fuck up the flow of this podcast because uh, as soon as I said positivity, I thought about something. You got to keep reminding me, Shay. It's a new segment. We didn't do I See You Player. We got to do that. I see you, player. Fuck Zay Banks. I don't give a fuck about you like that. I want to get some positivity going right now. I want to say this week's um, I See You Player goes out to Jenna Page Haynes, okay? She right here out of Hattiesburg. She my boy, Rody's sister. She wrote a play called Selma the Musical, right? And this week, they're going to be in New York. That's where they, they play going to open up in New York this week. I don't know the exact dates, but what I do know is I seen my girl and her people out on Good Morning America this morning. Now, she wasn't on the television. She wasn't on the television show. I don't think that they, like, interviewed her or nothing like that. But they did have an opportunity to, like, sing for the Good Morning America crowd, which I thought was dope. And Robin Roberts put it up on her Facebook. So I just want to say I think that is the representation of black women that I think that we need to see out here. Okay, see, I tied that shit back. I'm telling you, bro, I'm, I'm good at this shit. I does what I do, all right? Now, let's get back into the podcast. Speaking of black women and um, shit like that, R. Kelly, bro, I have talked about R. Kelly for like 
four or five episodes. And here's the thing. Here's the one time you're going to see me take the side of R. Kelly. I do not... Uh, it pains me to have to take the side of R. Kelly. However, I think this is a dangerous area to dive into. So what I'm talking about right now is um, Spotify. They have some type of um, clause or policy, whatever. And it says, like, basically what I was probably trying to do is they were riding a wave right now of uh, the Me Too movement and shit like that. So what they decided to do was they decided to take down R. Kelly's music, right? And I disagree with that vehemently. Like, here's why. That is such a slippery slope to be on. Like, how do you take this man's music down based on, like... Allegations when there are others, there are several other artists out there who have done, I don't want to say way worse, but have done things that one could argue can say they music need to be taken down too. I think that you, at this point, you are taking the power out of the people's hands by letting them choose whether or not they want to fuck with R. Kelly. Like, I don't think you should be judge, jury, and executioner on this right here. Let the people decide whether or not they want to fuck with R. Kelly. Like, I think that is. Super dangerous Because if you're going to take down R. Kelly music You might as well take down Michael Jackson music <laughs> You might as well take down James Brown music The Beatles The Temptations Rolling Stones Not the Beatles, I'm sorry I'm sorry, not the Beatles I was trying to say the Rolling Stones Not the Beatles the Be- I haven't read anything about the Beatles But Rolling Stones Like So All that um, What is it called? Death metal music Like Lots of them niggas got serious accusations up against them. Like, so I don't understand how you're going to just single this man out and say, we're just going to take down his music based on a movement. I think that is very, very dangerous to do. Like, again, I hate, uh, I ain't going to say I hate, hate is a strong word, but I really don't like that motherfucker. Like, I don't like R. Kelly. I really, really don't. However, at the exact same time, I got to say wrong is wrong and right is right. Like I said, y'all just riding a wave, and this is very tricky to deal with. Um, I think what y'all are doing right now is not addressing, like, the real issue, and that's, like, the rights of women and the way that women are being treated in America, uh, actually in the world, but since we live in America, we got to talk about America. But the way that women, you're just treating like a symptom of it. Like, this doesn't cure anything. Like, if R. Kelly still wants to, R. Kelly made his money. You taking his music down, not going to stop shit. Like, why are you taking this? I think this is a publicity stunt. I'm not going to lie. Y'all look real foolish to me right now. I think that y'all should, like, rethink this because I seen, like, there were people out there protesting to have Chris Brown's music taken down because he the Chris Brown story is tricky to me too because a girl said that she was let's just say sexually assaulted because I don't want to say raped and it wasn't raped but sexually assaulted by one of his homeboys and they are protesting to have Chris Brown's music taken down and she said it wasn't Chris Brown what he guilty by association like what how does that work like what are we what are we doing here like this is way way too tricky and there's another thing like if you're gonna do stuff based because again all R. Kelly got is allegations though we did see him pee on that little girl if you're gonna do it based on allegations and not conviction like what does that how does that leave how does that help the artists that can bring you so much money like i don't understand that like 
I think y'all should just be like, yo, we not in this. We just a streaming policy. I mean, a streaming platform. That's it. Like, we ain't trying to do nothing else. We not trying to stand up for nobody. Like, I think y'all are taking this the wrong way. I really, really do. I think you should just wash your hands out of this and just be like, yo, if people want to listen to this music, we just provide the music. Like, we're not, that's like going into a, a store and somebody say, yo, I personally don't like R. Kelly, but I can't sell this music. Uh, it's like the um, nah, I ain't gonna compare it to that. I'm not even gonna compare it to that. Let's just let's just move on. So, what else happened? Um, whew, we had another school shooting. I really don't know what else to say. Like, <laughs> it's not gonna stop until somebody black do it. Like, I already see what's happening here. As long as um, white men are shooting up places, they're not gonna do nothing. They make way too much money off of it. So, I mean, off of guns, that is, not school shootings. But they make way, and the media makes way too much money off of school shootings as well. So, they're not going to do shit about it. There's no point in me going into this whole diatribe of, well, you need to do this. When you, my first, One of my first episodes was about gun control. Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I, can't, I can't dive back into it. Like, for what? It's a fruitless conversation. Like, I don't believe in having fruitless conversations. Like, there's nothing we can do. All we can do is show up, vote. Make sure you go vote whenever the po- whenever the elections comes around this year. I know we got some this year. This is 2018, right? Yeah. Got some this year, and we got some two years from now. So make sure you go vote and actually know who you're voting for. We have a tendency of, like, not knowing who the hell it is, whose names we're checking. Like, just Google it. See, okay, who running for what in my area. See who um, policies align with yours, and then you vote for that person. Don't just go in there and pick Democrat because you're a Democrat or go pick Republican because you're a Republican. Like, they may say that that's what they are, but they can have ideas that are totally against everything that you stand for. So, please, go in. Go do your research before you go vote If you didn't do any research, just don't vote I think that's the responsible thing to do Don't just go vote to say I voted Like if you ain't know who you're voting for You pretty much just wasted a vote So What else happened this weekend? Oh, the warrior wedding How do you say you don't give a fuck politely? Like, I just Congratulations Like I don't care I seen it was like a big deal on Twitter like, Everybody was talking about like Um how the warrior family has let a black lady into the house, into the warrior family. I was like, yeah. The blackest thing about that lady was the people that she brought with her. Like, I don't really know. I don't see, like, what black y'all talking about here. Like, and I know there's, like, different types. I'm not saying that black people are monolith, but I ever, I've read this lady don't even identify as being black. Like, so... I'm just saying, like I don't really know what y'all want from me. Congratulations, I guess. If you have, if you like it, I love it. Like I really could care less about people getting married. Like I just don't care. I'm happy for you, but people get married every day, b. Like I just don't care. All right, now I've taken care of those topics. Now let's get into what I really want to talk about. I think. I need a cleanse from social media, bro. I think I just need a cleanse, which is why I took it took me so long to post about the podcast last week because I was really just on a cleanse type thing. Like I haven't been on it as much, and I kind of forgot it that I needed to. I said forgot it. I kind of forgot that I need to um, post the podcast, and I'm trying to figure out what's a healthy way to do this. The reason why I say this is because like every time I grab my phone, I end up going to 
Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I end up going. I don't fuck with Snapchat. Snapchat kind of lame now. But I end up going to one of those three platforms every single time I pick up my phone. And my phone has so much stuff in it that I could be doing. Like, I got books on my phone. I got audio books on my phone. I got um apps that can teach me about investing and shit. But every time I grab my phone, first thing I do is I go to social media. I think that is so intrinsically unhealthy. Like, that doesn't... It makes me just... It makes me feel as if I'm wasting time, to be honest with you. Like, there's so much stuff I could be doing, and what I choose to do is go on social media. I think I I should take a cleanse, okay? I think that's just what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a cleanse. Me and my producer are going to have to figure out how we're going to do the um, promotion because I don't want to be on social media, but I need social media to do all the stuff that I do. I got a tour coming up, which I'm going to talk about at the end of the show. I got um this podcast. I got other shit that I'm working on. Like, I need social media to promote it. But at the same time, I don't want to be on social media. Hey, if there's an app that lets you post shit without you, like, having to go into the actual app. Like, if I could just say, I want to post this to Facebook without going to Facebook. And I want to post this to Instagram without going to Instagram. If there's an app that lets you do that, let me know. My producer looking like, there's an app. Is there an, is there an app? I don't want to go on Instagram. That's the whole point. I don't want to go on because when I go on there, I get distracted. I, I go on there to post something. I get distracted. I see somebody with a fat ass. I see somebody, um, listen, the shit I follow on Instagram is kind of out there. Like, I follow so much different shit. I follow all my homies and shit. I follow um, the shade room. And the shade room posts pictures of, like, women like Amber Rose with their asses all out. Huh? I can't unfollow because that's how I get topics for the goddamn podcast. <laughs> I mean, oh, so this is what we talk. This is, I get topics from the shade room and I get topics from like whatever I'm reading in the news or on Facebook. Like sometimes somebody will share an interesting article about something that happened. That's how I be, okay, cool. I know I want to talk about that on the podcast. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I need the platforms, but I don't like the platforms because the yin and yang of those platforms are. The bad part of it is so much more than the good part. Like there's very, there's very little that I can get out of it that I say is good. Which is why I started following stuff like um, Wealthy Tools, Invest, um, shit. What's the name of this? Uh, what's the name of this platform? Wealthy Tools, the Entrepreneur's Mind. I started following stuff like that so I can at least see more, um. Quote unquote good stuff Because I had just way too much ratchet going down my timeline Like it was just way too much But Okay my bad I got into a little wormhole there Talking about social media But I'm just saying I think I'm about to try to take a cleanse from that shit Because it is really bothering me Um Two I want to talk about Making Your leap And all that means is just going out there and doing what you want to do It doesn't mean um, quit your job And no shit like that I'm not going to tell you to quit your job and go out there Because you know bills are real Sally Mae's here Make sure that you are handling your business However I think Because we focus so much on bills We are afraid we, We miss some opportunities To do stuff that can further our life along Like uh just take you inside my life. Remember I just told you, I gave Jane, I was about to say Jana. Jenna, a shout out today. I was supposed to be in that play, but I was like, yo, 
I can't be missing work like that. Like that's all I kept on thinking. And then look where she is now. Now she's in New York doing big things with the play. I'm not saying I regret it because everything happens for a reason. There's no losses in life, only lessons. Now I look and I see like, okay, cool. You gotta just jump these opportunities. You can find another job. I've worked at least five, six jobs in the last two years, something like that. So you can find another job. But the opportunities like that come once. Every so often So you gotta make it jump Into opportunities like that Now That's enough with that I'll be honest with y'all I feel weird in this new space Like I ain't comfortable as I, I was in the other space Like I'm just not Hopefully next week I can be just a little bit more comfortable Like I said I like to be transparent with y'all I like Letting y'all in behind the curtain Letting y'all know how I'm feeling exactly in the moment So I'll be honest with y'all I feel a little weird in this space However I'm grateful for the space that we're in, but this space is only temporary. We're doing what we got to do until we can find a new, better space, okay? Now, let's get into what I've been watching over the last couple of weeks. I finished Deal Right People. I think that's a show that everybody should watch. I don't think everybody would enjoy it, though, because it is a little bit over the top. And if you own Twitter, like, it's basically watching Twitter conversations. But... They were like watching Twitter conversations combined with the think pieces that come from th- Twitter conversations. That's exactly how Deal White People comes off. But it's done beautifully, though. Like, don't take my description of it and think that's a bad thing. I think it's done beautifully. Um, I just want to say I don't like the character Sam. I think Sam is just way, way too much, man. Like, I think because she have white, like, Sam is like this activist type person. She one of them annoying activist type persons Like you can't have a conversation with them Without everything going back to Well this is the problem Like I don't I don't like all that And I think that she Because she's half white She likes to try to make up For that white half of her By going so hard When she just can't chill Like she just needs to chill sometimes Sam doesn't chill Um, My favorite character in the show Is the character Lionel He's a um uh, gay journalist That's the way I'm gonna put that He's a gay journalist And I think He's the most Relatable character For me <laughs> Out of the entire show Like I've seen Everybody in that show Is uh Is very realistic But this character here Was just very relatable To me in a sense of I got that Feeling of like awkwardness and feeling out and not knowing how to communicate stuff. Watch the show and you'll see exactly what I mean. Um, I don't like how they did Trey this season. Trey's not Trey. Troy. Troy's character this season is uh, it's la- not lazy. He's not lazy. It's just there's so much more they could have done with that character. Like all he is now is just a uh, the typical fuckboy boy now. Like at first he was a fuckboy boy with promise. Now he's just a, a typical fuckboy boy. Like I don't. Yeah, there's so much more y'all could have done with it. And they tried to make him into a stand-up comic. I've got real feelings about that, but I'm not going to dive into that. What else have I been watching? Yo, this is how I know I'm getting old, bro. I'm sitting at the crib, and I'm watching um this show called Planet Earth. I'm just sitting here looking at animals and going like, oh, my God, the Earth is amazing. And look at these beautiful animals. Like, we have to do better with that. That's how I'm thinking. Like, let me tell you how fucked up this show got me. I'm thinking about um going and get, like, a Nissan Leaf or something. That's going to be my car, like a Nissan Leaf, no gas, straight electricity, shit like that. It, fuck, it fucks with you. I still haven't watched Naruto. Like, I haven't watched Naruto in, like, three episodes. That's, that's fucked up. Oh. What I'm about to go watch is uh Blackish. The season of Blackish came out. 
Well, I'm sorry. It hasn't come out. It's wrapped up, and now I want to watch it on Hulu. I like to, like I said in one of the earlier podcasts, I like to binge shit. So now I'm just gonna binge um, Blackish. And what else? Oh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Trash. The first season was so goddamn good, and then the second season came out on Friday, and they just trying way too hard to. To top the last season Like they did not let This season be It's own thing Like they just trying To top Top last season And you can see it Like it's just It's just way too Over the top Which made it boring Which made me Fall asleep on it I can't even call it I can't call it Trash authentically Because I haven't Seen all of it Like I watched 30 minutes of the First episode And I passed out Like it was just Doing way too much But other than that Man I think That's gonna pretty much Wrap this episode I thank y'all For listening Um Let's see what else do I have coming up. I have um I want to announce the problematic tour between it's going to be featuring me, Ben Compton and Timothy Watkins, okay? We're going to be traveling all over the south trying to make a little money doing these comedy shows. Um we're going to be coming to a city near you possibly. We don't really we don't really know what all states we're going to hit. We just got a couple of states in mind right now. All I know right now, we got Mississippi, Louisiana, and we may have something in Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. But next week, I'll give y'all some hard dates. All I know is June 1st, we're going to be in Macomb. That'll be the first hard date that I can give y'all. All right? So, yo, I want to thank y'all for listening. And, yo, no matter what you do, be true to you. We apply to here. Peace.